Hello and welcome to our show, To Disagree, where two people sit down and agree to disagree. Hey everyone, so on today's episode, we're actually tackling astrology. (laughs) (sighs) Yep. (laughs) Christian is not not impressed by this episode, but he's going to have some points to argue me on for sure. Just at every turn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so be prepared for a major to disagree episode um, because, yeah. Christian does not believe in this in the well, least. Bit. How are you supposed to base your life off stars billions of miles away? I mean, okay. First and foremost, no, you shouldn't do that. You don't base your life off of stars. That's, I think anybody that does that is a little bit silly, but I do think that like, when you're reading astrology or delving into that universe in any way, shape, or form, you have to still take things with a grain of salt and you shouldn't base like major life decisions off of it. I would say a cellar full of salt. (laughs) I mean, I do think that like with looking into astrology and my own journey into astrology, I definitely feel that um, there are certain points that I take from it, but I don't, I don't use it as like a one plus one equals two kind of system. Like it's not like an all or nothing type thing. And I definitely still use my brain to think about decisions first before making them all gung ho, just based off of astrology. So I'm gonna. I guess that's my caveat to using astrology is uh, you shouldn't like, it shouldn't be like your only thing on major life making decisions. Well, and like my whole thing about it is under every single so-called sign, mm-hmm. there is a part of you that can fit into any of them. Yeah. And I've heard that from like a lot of people who don't believe in astrology but I don't necessarily think that's true like I don't align with a lot of signs that like I read about like I know that technically astrology and people who don't believe in it believe that like they use really um just wording that like a lot of people can align with and I'm like yeah I I like I guess that makes sense for somebody who doesn't believe in it but I don't align with a lot of signs like there's definitely signs out there that I'm like I don't align with that at all so I don't think that you fit into a box of every single sign well it's like when like you know apps like CoStar send you like your daily whatever it is yeah and then it's just like Let me throw the most general ball at you. Yeah, and I think, like, to a certain degree, it has to be generic because they're not, like, astrology isn't, it isn't an exact science, and I don't think it is by any means. But at the end of the day, like, it, it can be used as a guideline, for example. And if, like, something... Like, when you get your astrology reading, so to speak, it can technically fit into certain things, which I do believe in, but I don't, I guess, like, for me, I don't always read, like, my, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? My, uh, like, astrological readings, I guess. Like, that, to me, I find is very generic when it comes to astrology. I just, I do believe that, like, 
the signs kind of align with who everybody is as a person if that makes sense but I don't necessarily think like the actual readings that you're gonna get on a daily basis from apps or like the newspaper is going to be like it's not it's not gonna fit for everybody well it's like according to you and co-star I'm a Pisces Sagittarius Pisces yeah one's enough no and that's the okay no so that's the thing um i guess i want to like backtrack a little bit because when i was a kid i never used to believe in astrology like i thought it was complete mumbo jumbo and garbage and um part of the reason why is because i didn't necessarily relate to my sun sign so to speak and um as i got older I think that I started to relate to some things regarding my sun sign, but not everything. Like there was always a bit of a disconnect there. So it does sound to me like it's like nurture and tailoring yourself, though. What like, do you mean? OK, think about it like, you know, as a kid, like you have a personality, but it's not flush. Yeah. And then things that you take interests in start to carve out the person you're gonna be like for me i'm a huge anime nerd and i love video games audio editing just a whole bunch of stuff that's just based solely in computing and well you know and a whole bunch of cultural stuff and i love light novels but that whole thing wouldn't be able to be told to me by some you know i, I will admit astrology is a science but we're also Not an exact though I mean, astrology in matter of the stars is an exact science because that's, uh, yeah. you know, their place and, you know, the positioning. It shifts, but that's because of Earth's drift. But the whole thing is like this science was based hundreds of thousands of years ago. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it did create the first astrologically clocking computer. But I want to talk about that later. Um and, like, sure, it did base a whole bunch of stuff for the Greeks, but even the Greeks didn't, you know, assign a ton of people. Well, okay, yeah, they did. They assigned everybody <laughs> a star. But it was also, like, we're in the modern age. Mm -hmm. Like, where any environment we've pretty much tested. And some people, like, still born in March, and especially when I'm born is the time of dancers and dreamers, I know way too much. <laughs> about astrology to not believe in astrology? No, I know way too much about <laughs> astrology to believe in astrology. No, See, and that's where I guess we differ because, like, again, when I was younger, like, I used to think it was crap. And, and that was, like, I was very much like that as a child. Like, when I was younger, I was very, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um uh not not necessarily against that's not the term i'm thinking of but i was dubious yeah um and just like i didn't believe in astrology like i didn't really believe in like you know the afterlife like i didn't believe in tarot readings like crystals all that like all of it i thought was like just a load of garbage when i was a kid i was very like against it not Again, not against it, just like I thought it was I thought it was crap when I was younger. 
And then it wasn't until I guess I got older and started to like have a journey with within that world, I guess myself, that I started actually like understanding and realizing things. And then I guess I I just got kind of very interested in that in in like everything like I, I became very interested in you know astrology and crystals and like energy and all that stuff and it was very much a journey for me like it wasn't like like again I used to be very well like the know. whole thing for me is my grandma's a spiritual healer mm-hmm. and she's a hundred percent in it and I yes. love it for her yeah um, but I think that has had the opposite reaction on me. Yeah. Is because I hear about it 24 so much. seven. Yeah. And then I think it's just lost all meaning. Yeah. And like, and I know that sounds terrible and I love my grandma to death and I believe in everything she does. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, parts of it, I can't get behind. Like, I do believe that there is energy and auras but that's just because humans emit low wave magnetation yes which is changed by the mineral count in our body Mm -hmm. and has shown shifts due to like neurological pathways and hormones releasing and turning it you know sure it, it could be a different shade because you know you're upset so the hormones released in your brain are doing something with your body chemistry and then your body chemistry is emitting you know, a low wave amount of energy. And another thing that, you know, I never thought I'd believe in, and this does kind of dance around the whole astrology section is that, and it's very scientific that matter cannot be created nor destroyed. Yeah. And there is a part of uh, the human, you know, makeup that we can't isolate. Yeah. So, and if that's like the soul and, you know, the waves are, you know, changed by the moon and all that kind of stuff, if it was if astrology was explained in a more scientific way, I yeah. might be able to get behind it. Yeah, and I do necess- I like I do relate to where you're coming from, A, because I didn't used to believe in it. And again, maybe like because we've had different journeys, like you grew up very much like aware of that because uh, it was almost thrust upon you oh, whereas down my throat <laughs> for me i did not grow up like that um in any way and like i grew up in a very like religious household and i myself as a child like believed in science like i told my parents when i was 10 that i thought religion and like their religion and what i was being raised in was like a load of crap so but the whole thing is you're not wrong yeah religion itself and how it is governed you know right now is terrible yeah and like i don't that's not to say for anybody who believes in god and oh yeah i'm not doubting you guys yeah i don't i'm not saying that i'm doubting your beliefs it just like the religion that I was raised in, A, was not right for me. And B, I it's personally not right for me to have like a structural religion. However, I do not, like I'm agnostic. Like I don't deny that there might be something out there. I just don't know what it is. I am very much the same as you, yeah. except you come with more belief in peripheral peripherals. Yes. And I just believe that 
there's either going to be two things that happen when I die. Mm-hmm. Because of, you know, science coming out in the quantum quantum entanglement field, I can see reincarnation. Yeah. You know, because the energy that's in me that can't be quantified could be quantified as a soul. Yes. So, and the thing is, when the human body dies, that part leaves. Yep. Like, it, we've been measured after we die, and we are lighter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, like, I definitely believe in souls, and I don't think, like, the energy within us dies. I think it moves on somewhere. I don't know where. I haven't died. Couldn't tell you guys. But, um, again, I think that's partly why, like, I'm agnostic, because I don't deny that, like, there's something more to us. I just can't say what it is. However, <laughs> this is getting a bit off topic. No, we're still technically well, right in the ballpark. Because yeah. the thing is, like, say I die now. Yeah. Like, I die right now. Mm-hmm. Either there's going to be an afterlife that I had no idea about, or I'm going to be reincarnated somewhere else. Yeah. And the whole thing is, I'll have a new astrological sign. <laughs> Yeah, tech, well... Because if you read astrology... Yeah. My sign of Pisces, especially how late I am within Pisces, would state through whatever spiritual law that there is that this is my last incarnation. Yeah, like Pisces is one of the oldest signs. Oh, it is the oldest yeah. sign. And, and when I die, it would state that I'm done. Which... In all honesty, I'm kind of cool with. But <laughs> You're like, I'm fucking over shit, so that's cool. Audi 9000. <laughs> um, well, I guess relating back to astrology and, like, my journey into it and why, like, I hold such, um, I guess you could say strong beliefs in it is because, um, like, eventually there was a certain age where I started like dipping my toes into, you know, not necessarily just astrology, but like tarot readings, for example, um, which I also thought was like a load of crap when I was a kid. You're going to have to sit down with my grandma one time. She'll probably read you. Oh my God. I do tarot readings on myself all the time now. But when I was younger, I was like, no, this is, this is crap. And It wasn't until I got, I ended up getting a tarot reading just by like fluke one day for like honestly just shits and gigs. Like it wasn't even, I wasn't taking it seriously, like none of that. But my friend, I think we were out and she was just like, she believed in in tarot readings and like astrology and crystals and all that stuff. And I didn't. And she was just like, you know, you should just get a tarot reading. Like, I know you don't believe in it, but like, just do it. Why not? Like, what's what's the worst that's going to happen? You know, so I was like, I'm going to I'm going to do it because why not? Like, again, yeah, what's the worst that's going to happen? So I went and got a tarot reading done and I could not believe how on point it was. And I'm talking like like. I know even with tarot readings, it can be very generic to a degree, but not this one. Whoever, I don't, like, I wish I remembered who did this tarot reading, to be completely frank. But, like, it was so on point to what was happening in my current life. And 
and that time that I was like blown away. Like I couldn't even believe like the things that this person was able to tell me about myself without any inclination of like knowing me beforehand, knowing my life. Like she knew nothing about me and she was able to like pinpoint very, very specific things. And and this is where, you know, I have a grandma that does the same thing, mm-hmm. but the whole thing is I've seen my grandma's method. Yeah. And it to me seems like a truer method than I've seen in a lot of other places, mm-hmm. but then again, I've been getting tarot readings and all that kind of stuff since I was 5 years old. Right. <laughs> so, but I've seen some like readers dig. Yeah. What they'll do is they'll like mine for facial expressions no but that's the thing though is like i went into it like not believing it and i have i have a poker face okay like don't even with me um you do you do i do have a poker face so like i wasn't and like i was being very um like almost shut off towards her because like i didn't it's not that I didn't want it to be true, but, like, I just, I thought it was bullshit, right? So, like, I wasn't giving her any inclination about anything. Like, she knew my name, you know? She knew my, that was, like, it. And then she was able to, like, pinpoint such specific things that was, like, it, like, it would have been one thing if she was able to pinpoint, like, generic things that was going on in my life, like, throughout the course of my entire life because I think to a certain degree that can be pretty generic but she was able to pinpoint like a very specific situation that was happening in my current life at that very point in time and I was just like my mind was freaking blown like I could not I was like how how is she able to like know this like that makes no sense to me then you found a good one. Yeah, so I did find a really good tarot read- reader. Um, and then I think having that tarot reading kind of just like exposed me to that world and kind of opened my eyes. And I was like, wow, maybe this isn't all just like a load of shit. So I kind of just started doing, because I'm very research-based as a person. Like I won't just like... Like, I won't just see something and, and believe it right away, if that makes sense. Like, I have to do my own research and, like, tons of it for me to, like, really start believing in something and getting into things. So, I guess from that tarot reading, I just kind of, like, delved into this universe, so to speak, more thoroughly myself and started just learning things on my own. And with astrology, that's when I actually learned about, like, I had no idea about um, the fact that we had moon and rising signs. And that completely perplexed me. Like, that was something that when I learned, I was just like, oh, what? Like, this is, this is new information. Like, I thought, like, you just had a sun sign. But that apparently was not the case when I was learning or it isn't the case in general. <laughs> I always just thought we had two. I thought we had our zodiac sign, which I'm proudly or at. Yeah. And our, you know, astrology sign. Yeah. I didn't think that there was like More. a sun, a moon. Yeah. Or I just thought it was a sign. Yeah, and that's exactly what I thought growing up. Like you just had like yeah, there was a zodiac sign and you had like your astrological sign. I had no clue that there was like far more to it. And like 
having a sun and moon sign or sorry having a moon and rising sign is just like the tip of the iceberg there is so much more to it but I'm only I think I'll only get into like moon and rising signs on this podcast because like there's there's you there's like a sign for everything look out for a part two guys yeah your your astrology chart is like like look it up it'll it, it'll blow your mind but um yeah when I started like doing my own research I learned about having a moon and rising sign and those were very apparent to me and when I was doing my own research on it and learned what my own moon and rising sign were I was like absolutely shocked by how well it fit if that makes sense because um so I'm a Virgo as a sun sign and I relate to some things but in my youth I didn't relate to like almost anything because um like a typical Virgo we're very we have perfectionist tendencies we're OCD we're like super organized and then we're very like motherly and maternal and like you know like like the (laughs) almost like the perfect woman if that makes sense Virgos are not the perfect women I mean no but like like the fair maiden of the signs you know like that's what the typical Virgo is and I didn't relate to that and when I was younger I think the only thing that I really related to was like like I had OCD issues as a child and I still have OCD tendencies I know um so yeah (laughs) so I've I've always related to that side of Virgo having like perfectionist tendencies and OCD tendencies um but when it comes to like all the rest of it like I did not relate in any way shape or form and then I learned what my moon sign is which controls your emotions um (laughs) and I do think and this is my own personal belief I do think that as a child you are more like your moon sign than you are like your sun sign because as a child you're mainly just an emotional human being like you have to develop things further to not just like run off of your emotions right like that's what kids do and I, found, I had help with that. I had Adderall when I was a kid. Right? Like no kids emotions. are like vi- just like balls of emotion, right? So I found out that my moon sign is Aquarius. And that makes so much sense to me because I'm very like emotionally detached. And I'm very, I can be very like aloof at times. And like when I was a kid, especially, I was always in my own little world. Like I was just in Ciara land you know and that's very much what an Aquarius is like they're very aloof they're in their own little worlds and like they're they can be emotionally detached so when I found that out I was like oh that makes so much sense like what and then I found out my rising sign as well which is a Sagittarius which um other people typically view you as your rising sign so like if people guess you as a sign aside from your sun sign it's usually or most often your rising sign i've been pretty fortunate everyone just assumes i'm a pisces yes because i exude like a crap ton of energy and i'm 98 percent of the time super happy to go with the flow uh no 
Yeah. That's not typical of a Pisces. That is. No, that's not. Going with the flow is. Going with the flow, but um, not having lots of energy. Oh, well, I usually don't have that's a lot of That's typical energy. of your, what is it, your rising sign? It's that's my Sagittarius yeah. sign. Yeah. But they're usually, uh, oh, wait, no, I am very detached as a human being. So, Sag, like, what's funny is you and I both have a Sag rising which sign. Which is probably why we're friends. Which is If you think that, about it through astrology. And also, like, if you think about why we have a podcast, like, that makes sense for a Sag rising because Sagittarians or... It's like vegetarians, but it's a <laughs> yeah, whole like, bunch of Sag. <laughs> yeah, let's just say Sages. We're very philosophical, you know? So, um... And I've always been philosophical in my thought processes. And I've always, like, kind of been very intrigued about learning about things more in depth. So I found this all out about myself, like, and it just, it fit. It fit me so well that I was, like, shocked by it. Like, I couldn't even fathom how well it fit. Because I was, like, the three main things that, like, I am as a person is explained through my sun sign, my rising and my moon sign. And then additional to that, I have um, not everybody, but I have a cusp sign and I cusp Leo, which also makes a lot of sense for me because I can be very, I have a lot of Leo qualities (laughs) in ways Um, like it's not that I always like to be, like, I'm very extroverted, if that makes sense. And on the inverse, I'm super introverted. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think just learning about, like, having, you know, an astrological chart in itself and specifically a sun sign, a moon sign, and a rising sign, that's when I really started to, to get involved with it and started to really believe in it and um I think I started doing research on every single sign like I'm very uh informed about each individual sign and like what they mean she has this super annoying talent where she can just (laughs) guess people's not only moon but rising and it's quite inferior yeah so that's another thing is like when i started doing my own research like at first i was able to relate it to just myself because you know i was just getting into it but then yeah as i as i got more in depth with like learning about astrology i was able to like relate it to other people that i knew and i was able to pick up on how it played out with like friends of mine family members you name it and so yeah I started to be able to like guess people's moon and rising signs and nine times out I can't always guess like your exact moon and your exact rising but usually like when I met you I was like guaranteed you have Sag in you and then sadly, I found out I had Sag in me. Yeah, and I was like, I'm pretty sure too. I said, I thought I saw, I said that in a way, I thought you were a double Pisces. Like I was pretty sure you were a double Pisces with some Sag, and you and like we looked it up because we were just curious at that point. I just wanted to prove her wrong. Yeah, and guess who was right? And the worst part is this was like the first 
like month of us working together yeah yeah like i didn't know you for that long and that's the funny thing is like i don't need to know somebody for that long to be able to guess this and it wasn't only you that i guessed like i think i guessed uh, another co-workers actually i know i guessed another co-workers of ours and like it was just funny how i because again you were trying to prove me wrong which is 98 percent of our friendship yes is me trying to prove ciara wrong <laughs> sometimes i do like yeah. and there's times she proves me wrong which is super infuriating <laughs> but i'll admit it yes when i'm wrong and that's the thing like i think that's why we work so well together because we will both admit when we're wrong like i'm i'm never one who will be like no i was right like no i 100 percent will admit when i'm wrong i'll go into like a jokey fighting mood yeah where i'll just say something super stupid just to try to prove myself right and then i'll just like laugh about it and be like yeah i'm wrong yeah but what's really i like i think it's hilarious that i guessed like not only your moon and rising signs but other co-workers and then we all downloaded co-star including yourself hey (laughs) It was to prove you wrong. <laughs> yeah, but it was also, like, really funny that you, like, ended up downloading that. Well, I just wanted to see if you were wrong. But now we all, like, follow each other and are all friends on CoStar. Yeah, it's... Which is really hilarious in itself. It's kind for, of annoying. For somebody who doesn't believe in astrology. Hey, well, y- you don't have to believe to have the app. It's yeah. like you don't have no. to play Angry Birds to have Angry Birds on your phone. <laughs> like you play, maybe played it for five minutes. Yeah, no, that is true. Um, but yeah, I do have a knack for guessing people's moons and rising signs. And to be completely frank, nine times out of ten, I am never wrong. And that just like solidifies my belief in astrology further, I guess. Uh, okay hello and welcome to our show to disagree where two people sit down and agree to disagree thanks to some technical difficulties we did lose about 15 minutes (laughs) of the podcast guys missed a good solid 15 minutes so uh we're gonna drop back in while i (laughs) silently hate myself um and we're going to try to remember what we said because it was really good. It was so good. <laughs> okay. So I guess uh, going back into guessing people's astrological signs and especially like their sun and or sorry, their moon and rising signs. Um, one person in my life who has never really believed in astrology, but she does however believe in like other things like for example it's my mom we're talking about like let's just she sages her house yeah my mom will like sage her house and like she definitely believes in a lot of pseudoscience so to speak type things (laughs) and yeah but one thing she never really related to or believed in was astrology and i just found that like very bizarre and odd especially with the fact that she does have beliefs in other things and like she she likes crystals and like you know stuff like that so it just strikes like always struck me as very bizarre that she never like got into astrology so i think about I don't know, a month ago, I was hanging out with her and and we got into a topic of discussion surrounding astrology. 
and she was just like going off about you know how like she does understand certain things and she does relate to her sun sign in certain ways but like she doesn't totally relate to it and I was like well you know like that does make sense however you also have a moon and a rising sign and she had no clue what that was like no idea and so I explained it to her and I was like you know like your moon sign is like what kind of controls your emotions and your rising sign is like what people will like overtly see is like you and sometimes they'll mistake you for that sign when guessing signs and stuff and she was just like completely taken aback by this and almost intrigued as I was like explaining it to her and so I could see the intrigue in her eyes and I was just like you know what I'm I'm gonna tell you something I'm I'm like really good I have a knack for guessing what people's moon and rising signs are and she was just like okay and I was like oh I'm gonna guess yours (laughs) and she she was very gung-ho about me guessing her moon and rising signs so I told her that I was pretty sure that she had Pisces and Sagittarius in her in some form or another right and she was like okay well how do you figure out your moon and rising signs so I I did it for her I figured out her astrological chart and guess what (laughs) she was a moon pisces and a rising sag which like she was totally taken aback by that and she was like how did you like how were you able to guess that and i was like well i know you i know like a lot of your personality traits like i have i've always had very in-depth conversations with my mom like my mom is one of my best friends and so i was like you know like when i get to know somebody in depth to any degree like usually i can rec or not recommend (laughs) i can recommend what your moon and rising sign would be so if you get reincarnated you should totally try to just recommend everybody's (laughs) moon and rising signs great great would love that job like hire me tomorrow (laughs) anyways um so Yeah, she was just, like, very shocked by the fact that I was able to guess that. And I was like, you know, like, that's something that it's, like, a weird talent that I have. Like, I can't explain it. I just have a knack for it. And then she started to get into it herself. And now, like, I've almost turned my mom into a believer of astrology, which is really funny. Yeah, I mean, I've never had that (laughs) since my entire family is super into astrology and i am the only outlier (laughs) and you know i believe that everything about your personality is based on like your own moral compass your laurels how you were raised yeah all that kind of stuff and yeah sure there's a hundred percent similarities but again this harkens back to what i was saying before where it's very generalized yeah like even in its original writings and i mean again like i don't necessarily agree with that because i i don't think it's like it is to a certain degree it has to be generalized because i do think everybody as an individual even even if somebody who has the exact same sun moon and rising sign as me like we're not going to be the same two people obviously like there is we're definitely like we all have our own moral compass. We're all raised in different environments. You know, there's definitely going to be different things 
for everyone. However, I do think that like I can I relate very well to my astrological chart and I think that wouldn't be the case if there were like different signs there for example like there are definitely a lot of signs that like I know exist and like I've done a lot of research in astrology and like probably why I have a knack for being able to guess people's moon and rising signs because I know about it so in depth at this point in time that like there are so many signs that I'm like, nope, don't relate to that. Nope, don't relate to that. Like, cannot relate to that. And I can also, like, pick and choose. Like, here's another really funny thing that I'm able to do is when I don't really get along with people, there's usually a reason why. And, like, the astrological aspect of, like, who they are as a person does usually play a role into that. And, like, one thing right off the bat like I also guessed like my dad's moon and rising signs and my brother's and like my dad and I we do not get along (laughs) like I mean we're on good terms or whatever but like him and I we just like butt heads like we've done that our whole lives and it was funny because I did guess what my dad's astrological signs were like his total chart And um, so my dad's a cancer and I don't typically get along with cancers because they're too emotional in like the wrong way. Because I think there's like emotional and then there's like emotional in (sighs) like Pisces are emotional, but they're like introspective. And then cancers are just like emotional, like explosively emotional about everything. And I, I don't relate to that in any way, shape or form. So my dad is a Cancer, and he's got a Pisces moon, so he's, like, double emotion. (laughs) Like, double emotion. And then he's Capricorn rising, and Capricorns are very, like, stern, hard, like, you can't argue with a Capricorn. (laughs) And so I was like, that makes sense, like, why my mom and my dad have a relationship, but it also makes sense why, like, I butt heads with my dad, because... He's, like, just too emotional and too, like, stern and, like, you can't, you can't, he, like, he doesn't ever see my point of view, you know? Yep. So. Yeah, I get that. (laughs) Yeah, so I do find that, like, yes, it has to be generalized to a certain degree, but that doesn't mean that, like, you're going to relate to everything. Like, I, there are so many signs that I don't relate to in any way, shape, or form because they're not who I am. Yeah, I mean, I kind of get where you're going with it. Yeah. It's just I still have the firm belief that it's just a little too general for me to be able to, like, latch on to. Yeah. Like, again, I personally see myself as, like, a a more scientifically minded person. And, you know, there's been a crap ton of studies done on, like, twins and like it wasn't supposed to be the way it was like it was illegal to have even run it but they would like put a twin with like a super affluent family and then they'd put another twin with like almost poverty line family yeah and through virtue of being twins they're pretty much astrologically identical yeah and 
most of their genetics are identical. Yeah. And they were raised in two different areas, and they both came out with vastly different, you know, pretty much everything. The way they see the world, you know, their emotions, everything like that. Like one of them from like the super closed off, like poor family came out, you know, super critical of everything. And the other one that was with the super affluent family came out like super understanding, which usually seems like it would be the opposite, but I got to find these test results. (laughs) Yeah. But I do still think to a certain degree, like again, just like I said, like somebody who would have the exact same astrological chart as me is not going to be the same person because it does depend like you're still going to take those things differently. Like, for example, um, let's just look at sun signs because that's the baseline of everything. Like, I only relate to a few aspects of my sun sign. The rest of it, I don't relate to at all. So, like, yeah, maybe you have somebody who has, like, the same astrological signs, but it's just, like, different things that they do and don't relate to in that particular sign like but i'm just saying this is like a scientific benchmark like they took literally well not literally but figuratively the same person yeah and put them through two different nature over nurture situations yeah and they came out polar opposites well yeah i mean they would and that i don't but again, like, I don't think that would have to, re- like, that to me would not relate to astrology. Like, that mm. would, like, I think that if I looked at those two people and, like, looked at their, like, astrological chart, I would be able to pinpoint what from each sign makes sense for that person. But, like, scientifically, they're not doing that research for astrology. Like, that was probably some messed up, like, German Nazi. No, that was actually American. Okay, well, I've heard people, like, I've heard similar experiments, like, being done on twins for, like, Nazi Germany and, like, <laughs> you know, like, there's yeah, been some interesting... But in those situations, it was horrible disfiguring <laughs> genetic modification <laughs> and, you know, a control. Yeah. And then you have two but- technical controls living in two very different society things. Yeah. And if astrology is to be believed there would have been more benchmarks well there would have been you know more flags that went up that indicate that their personality would not have varied as wildly as it did i think it would have again i do believe that like it it's gonna be astrology it will look different for everyone first of all and second of all who how you're raised is going to affect that as well well absolutely but and like this science was not this experiment was not done for astrology like let's just get that that was just a side effect of it it was probably done for like genetic predispositions because if we're going into like that aspect of thought processes like for example with serial killers um, I know there's been, <laughs> this is getting wildly off topic. Um, uh, no, but it's still in the same vein. Yeah. But with like genetic predispositions, if you take somebody who has a very specific genetic makeup and you put them in a nature um, versus nurture type of a situation where like somebody's, you know, 
raised in like a really lovely environment versus somebody who's raised in a very poor environment. Um, I know there is one very genetic makeup that like it's like the serial killer genetic. Whereas like for people who have this specific genetic predisposition and they're raised in a very poor environment nine times out of ten they're gonna be like they're gonna have maybe not a serial killer but they're gonna have like some fucked up sociopathic tendencies thought processes yes whereas for that same person who has that same genetic and is raised in a very nurturing environment they're some of the most lovely people so in that regard, like, even if you think of astrology, right, like, it's like, you can have one specific genetic where it's going to go, like, two separate ways, just depending on how the person is raised. And I do think, like, bringing it back to astrology, like, there will be certain, certain characteristics that, like, will maybe be shown in someone who has a poor upbringing versus someone who has a very nurturing upbringing because let's let's be frank there's positive and negative aspects to all astrological signs like i i personally love being ocd and like having perfectionist tendencies but that's technically like the negative side of my astrological sign like when you think about it like most people view that as like a negative and like when i was growing up it was a negative like i used to have like um one of the issues that i had was germophobia which is part and partial an ocd like it's an offshoot from ocd and like i used to fucking wash my hands to the point where they would bleed as like a five-year-old so like technically that is a negative quality i've just learned how to deal with it and like through therapy i've learned how to like control and my... now she puts cream on after she washes her hands <laughs> which i think defeats the entire purpose. which is it does it it just like but like when I, it that's also like an ocd thing i can't wash my hands without putting on moisturizer after like I, i'm like so ocd about it i guess i'm very much the opposite way because like i'll put on moisturizer i'll let it set and then i'll wash my hands because i can't stand the feeling of my hands being slightly more slippery than usual. See, and I can't stand the feeling of my hands being like dry now because like I like I don't know what I was doing as a kid where I like wasn't applying moisture. But I also used to like like wash my hands to the point of like it was it it was an issue. Like I would touch anything and wash my hands, you know? So like but yeah, I do definitely still have like OCD qualities, which is technically not a good characteristic of my sun sign. Well, it's like for me with being Pisces, one of our biggest flaws, I guess, yeah. it, when written is that we like to go with the flow, which is not bad on one side, but also terrible on the other. Yeah. It also means like in points in my life, I've reached stagnation Yeah, where I'm just like, I'm so chill to keep going around on this lazy river. And then, you know, certain other aspects of just me as a person drive Mm -hmm. me to do other things. Mm -hmm. Like if I see a situation going downhill, like I've been part of a ton of startup companies just because I like to see the merit. I want to see where they go. 
And one of the companies I was a part of just completely stagnated. Mm-hmm. Like it from the get go, it was racing to be the best. Yeah. And then certain parts of it atrophied. Like you could tell the same amount of care wasn't being put in by everybody else at the company. Mm-hmm. And like, I was still trying to do my job to like the very best of my ability while everybody else was dropping the ball. And by not everybody else, cause there were certain people in the company that still had the light and like, the energy to continue growing it but like the heads of the company were just fine to sit on stock and all this kind of shit when i was just the whole time being like let's blow this out like do a huge sale get free up liquid capital that we can pump into new stuff and like sure you're gonna lose a little bit but bringing in that new stuff at you know even like a 50 to 60 percent markup would have kept the company going and it would have been one of the biggest companies at least in calgary yeah but they stagnated i've watched all of their locations close um from the outside because by that point i had already switched over to the liquor industry and you know like the liquor industry it's it's already as big as it's ever gonna get yeah so that was more of like a base station for me and now that i'm at this new startup you know, it has legs. Yeah. And, you know, the people that we work for don't seem like they want to stop. No, not at all. Like, they uh very business-minded. And that's something that helps me as a Pisces. Yeah. Because if I can see that the river doesn't end, yeah, I can keep swimming. Yeah. But I think, um, and before, because we got cut off at one point technical issues but i know one thing that you were saying that's like kind of interesting and this also kind of goes back into like you know how you were raised you were saying that like as a child you had more explosive tendencies which is like the negative of your signs right yeah like and you've learned to like i used to be very i was a very angry kid yeah like you know i used to break wall sockets because i couldn't plug shit in when i was tired and you know as i grew up i learned to internalize it yes which is way more toxic uh yes and no i think like to a certain degree like as we all grow up and you know learn not necessarily right from wrong but like what is okay in a public setting versus a private setting um we develop more into our sun sign. So I know I was previously telling you that like as children, I think we are more overtly like our moon signs because that controls our emotions. And like children are all just like a ball of emotions. Like as you grow up, you learn to like control those tendencies and not saying that like, you shouldn't express emotions. You should be able to, but like we learn how to express it in a more um, appropriate, appropriate manner. manner. Yeah, and yes. timing. Yes, exactly. And I think like that in doing so, we also like develop into who our sun sign is. Exactly. Like when I was younger, I would never pull somebody aside. And in the past couple months, there was a reason for me to pull somebody aside. Yeah. And I did it because I felt wildly disrespected. Yes. It's like, don't Previously, you would have been more explosive about it. Well, no, previously, I just wouldn't have said anything about it. Oh, so the thing is, like, my temperament is balancing. Yes. But it's taken me 24 years to get to the point where it's. I mean, like, of course, I think that's like part of 
growing up too is like we we're always learning how to um be our best selves essentially and like I'm still I'm older than you and I like still every day want to be the better version of myself you know yeah and you know it's nice like just aside from astrology just like as a person yeah it's just nice to achieve like that kind of self-satisfaction that you finally hit a point where you're where you're comfortable enough with not only yourself yeah but the situation around you that you feel safe enough to express yourself how you need to yeah exactly like that situation if it ever happened again yeah I'd probably just like immediately get up and be like, "Outside, we need to talk." Yeah, because this is can't, this can't happen again. Yeah, because if it does, we're gonna have a bigger problem. It'll yeah. go up the chain. Well, one thing we were also saying again before we got cut off is like, and I know like in saying that like I always want to be the best version of myself. I always also refer to myself as like an asshole and i'm like you're very unapologetically you yes and and yeah it's not to say that i am like a fucking asshole but at the end of the day um i always referred myself as one because it's like a i like to joke about myself and b um yeah i'm just like very unapologetically me and i don't like to sugarcoat things and i never will like i what i have to say about everything people need to take at face value like i don't i don't you know pussyfoot around things i don't sugarcoat things i just say what i have to say but you're also one of the most sarcastic people i know yeah but that is lost on a ton of (laughs) yeah and i mean if you don't understand my sarcasm like whatever i don't really care because that's just like part of my humor but at the end of the day like when it comes to like serious natured things I'm going to tell it like it is, you know? And I think... Absolutely. Um, I I also like to attract those individuals in my life. Um, like, I always... So, for example, my boyfriend and I were, like, having the discussion the other day. And he, we were just, like, talking about, like, being an asshole. Because we both always joke about being assholes. And um, he was saying that, like you know exes in his past like they would almost harp on him for it and i was like no but that's what i like about that's the quality that i like most about you you know and that's like the qual like when i find that in somebody i instantly like want to be their friend or like you know have them in my life because those are the kinds of people that just like a are unapologetically themselves and b don't sugarcoat things and c are not willing to have like pointless conversations like that's another thing that i love like if you don't have something good to say about a topic i'd rather you just like not speak than like bullshit about it you know like i hate pointless useless conversations and people that can like that's all that they have I don't get it. Like, I just don't want to be a part of those. Like, I myself am a super plain spoken person. Yeah. Like, if there's something in my head that I don't like, you'll or t- yeah. I'll tell I'll tell you, I'll tell anybody. Yeah. And like, the whole thing is, 
I I agree. Like there's conversations I I think you may have noticed at work that I completely abstain from. Yes. Because I have no input. Yeah, and I think that's okay. Like I think one thing that society needs to just learn to be better at is like being able to take a step back when they don't have a enough information b they haven't thought about it thoroughly enough to have appropriate input like there is nothing wrong with being like i'm not gonna say anything about this because i don't have enough information i'm like the first one to do that because i just think like why have like you you don't technically have any valuable input if you don't have enough information at hand it's it's very true and yeah. you know it's it can be super taxing yeah. like to talk to somebody with literally nothing to say they're just talking to be part of the conversation and it's like i get it you want to talk but if you're going to do that, wait till the current conversation is over and then start a new one. Yeah. Because like you it's don't like I need don't to put need... your input in every single thing if you have nothing to add to the conversation. Like, just don't do it. And it comes off as white noise. Yeah. And to me, like, I would rather look like an asshole w- because I'm, like, not adding anything than to look like a fucking idiot by, like, adding information that I have no like previous thought processes about you know very true like ah just so many people in my life are like that yeah i hate it i can't it's like please i i enjoy you as a person which is why you're still in my life because i i I mean ciara knows i've cut large swaths of family and people out of my life because they add nothing and I don't mean to say that terribly, but some parts of my family just very toxic. And yeah. then there's f- people in my life that I've cut out for being toxic. And it honestly, like ever since I started doing that, probably in my early 20s, mm-hmm. has I'm still in my early 20s, but <laughs> yeah, earlier in, your early in my 20s from like 20 on, yeah, I've started doing that. And I've noticed my quality of life. Has, has increased has risen exponentially oh, yeah. and i like i to a certain degree like relate to that um i'm probably not as aggressive about it as you are because i have the patience of a fucking saint unfortunately um i don't know why <laughs> but i'm just a very patient person so it takes a lot to get me to a point where like i'm gonna cut you out of my life but if I if I've gotten to that point with you, you're not coming back. Well, it used to take years for me. Oh yeah, that's... which is why it was so toxic. Yeah, and now it takes anywhere from a day, a week, to a month, almost yeah. at longest, for me to completely analyze somebody and their impact on me. Uh, yeah, I think for me, like I. It depends on who they are in my life, first of all. Um, like, especially when I was... I'm I'm still patient, but I'm maybe a little less patient now. Um, I think it just, for me, like, the people that I have cut out in my life were people that I've known and, like, loved for years, you know? Like... I've cut out a couple of those people in my life and like that's hard to do but I think 
Well, yeah, to a certain degree, it <laughs> Christian's like shaking his head. To a certain degree, I think it's harder to do with somebody that you've loved for several years, you know? It's no longer like it was. It was super hard for yeah. me in the beginning. Yeah. But the thing is, I've just become so desensitized yeah. to like the loss of people in my life. And the thing is, and I know this sounds absolutely horrid, but cutting those people out of my life has equaled so much more time for me to give to like better relationships. Well, not even better relationships. It's I've personally been super broken most of my life. Like, yeah, I never emotionally been able to feel anything because there was a stint when I was younger where I was on Adderall and Adderall yeah. just sucks everything everything yeah. out of you all the light everything mm-hmm. so for a long time i was just a zombie yeah so now that i've been able to feel emotions and realized how many yourself. of those relationships that i had because of who i was just mm-hmm. that emotionless zombie yeah and i didn't notice it back then because i didn't have the emotional capability to quantify it but now that i'm you know I'm no longer an alcoholic uh, (laughs) because right after Adderall was when most of that kicked in because I was feeling again and it was so foreign to me that I tried to drown it. No, I get that. Yeah. After I transitioned over to marijuana because I can't, I I don't think I'm physically able to not have something to soften that blow. Yeah. Which is understandable. Yeah. Like I smoke marijuana and it's like gently put me back into being able to feel again yeah and now that i feel again it's almost like this zealous second wind where it's for that first part of my life i did so much for other people oh 100 i'm right there and with you man. so little was done for me yeah i'm so right there with now you. now if i find a toxic friendship yeah a toxic relationship in which you know i love the person yeah i was in a relationship for a year and it was super mentally abusive. Yeah. And I know I didn't do anything right in that relationship either. But it's also like there's a point that I snapped. And I was yeah. just like, I, and that was while I was drinking still. I was probably one of the main contributors to me drinking mm-hmm. is because I did believe I love this person. Yeah. And I like, I relate to that because so for me, um with toxic people like i when i was younger again like i had such a hard time cutting people out of my life too like and i was very patient i am still very patient but i think the difference with me now is i don't really allow toxic people into my life like i i i can spot when there's like somebody being toxic and i don't allow them into my life anymore um i think the last person that I recently let go of, so to speak, that was essentially toxic. But I think he was like the... How do I explain this gently? Um, My ex, I was with him for seven years. And like, so I... Like, with that period of time, like, that's when I started to transition from like not being able to cut people out of my life to learning how to cut toxic people out of my life and he became a person who was like originally um he was never he was always toxic in some ways but not like i also loved him blindly you know so 
he was like the last person I've cut out in my life recently that like I now realize how toxic it was but previously because I was like learning that like I was going through the curb of what we are discussing right now it took me a while to figure that out right and he had to do something so terrible essentially for me to be like whoa okay like (laughs) I'm done well you know I've been in I've been lucky in a lot of ways. Um, I've seen my family go through like a ton of toxic relationships Mm -hmm. that they just can't get out of. Yeah. And to me, I quantify that as weakness. Yeah. And like, I don't necessarily quantify it as weakness, but I definitely think to a certain degree, like when you grow as an individual and this is going to sound really funny, but like I gained a lot of self-respect. Like there came a point in my life where I was like, if you don't add something valuable to my life, I don't want you in my life. And to me, that's like, that's gaining self-respect in 100%. a lot of ways. And um, yeah, so I don't necessarily think it's like, what did you say? Like Weakness? Yeah, I don't necessarily think it's weakness. I just think that you haven't gained the appropriate amount of self-respect to like have that boundary yet okay but let's just talk about it like this the people that in which i'm referring to are in their late 40s early 50s some people never gain it though but the whole thing is if everybody on the outside who have loved you for all of their living lives tell you because they know you probably better than you know you at that point yeah that what you're doing to yourself yeah. is wrong. And this has ripped my family in half. Yeah. Like I have my mom and my grandma and I do have an aunt, but I don't recognize her. Yeah. And I do think unfortunately <laughs> some people get to like a, some people are oblivious and some people just aren't willing to recognize that, you know, like I do. And I do also think like, this is going to sound, it's not going to sound like anything really, but I think our generation is a little more aware of like our emotional capacities, like what we do and don't view as like respect and or disrespect. Like in the past, that was like, everything was a little bit more gray, I think. And I think a lot of people still have a disconnect. Well, I wouldn't say our generation is 100% black and white. No, no. Like our our generation has, we all have our fucking issues. But I do think like, like, especially with women, you know, like, for example, <laughs> the things that women used to tolerate in like previous relationships and stuff like that, like, um... Let's just say my grandfather was not, he loved my grandmother, but like, let's just say there was some shit that like, she 100% tolerated and like, she didn't know details, but like, she knew enough, you know, and it was just, I think things were just more gray back then where like, women especially would like, have to tolerate like, bullshit that like like in this day and age like i i would no uh-uh mm-mm, honey but i find like the roles have switched 
almost completely in our new generation. Hey, wait, explain. So, I I just mean, like, you know, recently I had that relationship that was, like, super mentally crippling. Yeah. And uh, I did try my best not to be a typical guy. Okay. In how I dealt with it. So, you know, instead of lashing out or fighting back, I just drank myself into oblivion. And, like, the whole thing is, in the past, that would not have happened. It would have been, and somebody's get put through a wall, and it's not the guy. Yeah. So, just personally, I, I'm not quick to violence. No. I don't like to demoralize people. And if you look at social media culture right now, guys are getting put through the ringer. And I get it, but that's also don't blame the son for the sins of the father. And I completely agree with you on that. Like, I don't, like, I, this is going into a really intense topic, but um, let's just say, like, I consider myself a feminist, personally, but I do think there is toxic feminists out there. And those people are not true feminists. It's like first wave feminism totally cool second Valid. wave feminism completely toxic third wave feminism the new wave that we're back into is re-embracing first wave values yes which is what it should have been the whole time there yeah. shouldn't have been waves it should have been a movement yes. that kept to its guns honestly feminism and like this is where it gets skewed is like it is never about it should have never been about putting down men ever and it, I feel like a lot elevating women. Yes. Because I personally believe women are equals. Always. I've always saw that since, well, I was raised by two women. So yeah. how could I not? Of course. You know, in my personal opinion, women are a hundred times stronger than men. And the thing is, societally, and I know this sounds very fucked up, but there's a part that I feel like women are expected to do less than what men are men are supposed to achieve the pinnacle job we're supposed to have you know and i get this for women too that they're supposed to have like a certain way they look which i've never believed in i don't personally believe in makeup i don't personally believe in any of that shit because i think everybody is just equally gorgeous yeah like sure there's people i don't go for but that's more of a genetic thing inside my brain that ticks me for oh and And honestly like nobody should ever have to apologize for who they are and are not attracted to like that's like that's nothing no one should have to apologize there's a lost podcast in which we talk about this (laughs) sorry there's a lost podcast in which we talk about god we should oh we should actually talk about you know what let's save this yeah and i think we should tackle that in another podcast because we are getting way off topic boys and girls uh so uh with that being said i'd like to thank you for joining us on this (laughs) week's episode of to disagree um make sure you're following our instagram uh keeping subscribed to our podcast our youtube will soon be updated yeah and just realizing i've dropped the ball on that (laughs) and maybe make sure to check out our next podcast because i think we're gonna tackle um laws of attraction maybe (laughs) absolutely you're gonna kind of notice the theme in the next (laughs) two or three podcasts (laughs) it'll be great so uh yeah thank you for joining us and uh we'll see you next week